Well, Kevin, I'm sure glad we bought some extra toilet paper. People are hoarding toilet paper again. The shelves are empty. Hello, this is Karen. And this is Kevin. And, and this, this is, is Right From, from Us. us. Yeah, that, that is really hard to believe. I, I, I never understood the toilet paper thing to begin with. And now we've got it. We've got the same thing again. Happening. I kind of get it, though, because, you know, if people think they're going to be stuck at home, what's the one thing that you got to have and you don't want to have to run I mean, out I and can, get it at the last minute? I can think of a lot of other things besides toilet paper. Like, what, what if there was a coffee shortage? Can you imagine? I don't know what Co- we If there was a coffee oh shortage, the, the country would just come to a complete halt. <laughs> like a screeching halt. Coffee and tea shortage. But yeah, there's there are, the shelves were empty last night when we went shopping. No more toilet paper on the shelves. How, how, I mean, I don't understand how. Isn't how that can bizarre? That, how can it even be? You think they'd have like stockpiles of toilet paper? Well, after the first time this happened, I heard some something on the radio about how the companies, the manufacturers, were actually anticipating another like panic hoarding situation. So they were supposed to have gotten some, made some extra products and put it in their warehouse. So maybe it was just a temporary thing for the weekend. They were just short on stocking the shelves or something. Maybe. I don't know. And maybe because Thanksgiving's coming up and no one can really celebrate Thanksgiving with their families. Yeah, that's a bummer. By the way, I mean, that is so depressing. It's not depressing. It's just... It's depressing. It's depressing. I mean, we can't even spend it with our families because we're so afraid of infecting your parents and my parents because they're in the vulnerable age group and... Well, we're just, we're not afraid. We're just being cautious. Yeah. We're just being responsible because honestly, think about it. If we inadvertently infected your parents or they got sick or something, I mean, we would never forgive ourselves. The family would be pretty upset and. Right. Especially for me, because, you know, I work at the hospital and my nurse that I work with has been tested COVID positive. And now, I mean, more than anything, it's, I think it's very important that I stay away for sure. Because who knows, you know, I've been exposed. Should I stay away from you? Well, too late now. You know, I'm I'm just kind of like ready and waiting to get it. Just so I'll get, the, get it over with, get the antibodies, you know, avoid having to take the vaccine. How are they going to do that? Like whenever they finally get the vaccine, are they going to make you show proof? I'm sure they're going to make you show, show proof. Like if you want to go on a vacation or a cruise or something, they're going to make you show proof that you've well, and ha- had the vaccine. And would would that also apply to if you've already had it? Well, I actually work with one of the new girls that just got hired. She had COVID. It took her three weeks to get over it because she has bronchitis and asthma. So that was the her pre-existing underlying condition. And that's one reason why it took her so long to get over it. But um, she she was told she has antibodies and they're good for three or four months before they start wearing off. And then she's susceptible to like another strain of COVID. So does that mean that... We're going to have to continuously like get a yearly COVID it, it's, injection. It's going to be, I would be willing to bet you that it's going to be a yearly shot, just like the flu shot. But I don't know that that's going to be, I don't know that we're going to have the option of opting out of it, though. Just like you said, I mean, if you want to go enjoy life, you're going to have to show papers or you're going to have to show something that you got the COVID injection. That's scary to me. Yeah, I was listening to this guy on the radio uh, yesterday. He's, he's headed to... Um, Massachusetts, and they require anybody that comes into Massachusetts to have proof that they've had a, the a test, COVID the virus test. test. 
in hmm. the last three days. So apparently, apparently they're like random, randomly stopping out-of-state license plate cars wow. to make sure that this, people are complying with I that. Mean, it's crazy. This is crazy. This whole thing is so crazy and scary. I feel like it was kind of scary where we're heading. But anyway, with this, the nurse that got COVID, she's been pretty sick this past week. She said she just lost her sense of taste and smell, and she felt like death yesterday and felt like an elephant was sitting on her chest. So, I mean, yes, I kind of would like to get it and have it over with, but, boy, I don't know. It sounds like it's pretty bad. But then again, I haven't been sick in a long time, so... I don't know. Yeah, here's here's something that's kind of kind of interesting. It's kind of funny. This lady tested; uh, she had a COVID test, and her left nostril was uh, positive, and her right nostril was was. Uh, what? How can that be? Was negative. How can that be? It just shows you how inaccurate inaccurate the tests are. It it apparently takes a, just a tiny tiny bit of DNA and amplifies it. You know, I don't know how many times, 50 times or something like that. So if there's any contamination whatsoever, you get all these false positives and negatives. That's so weird, though. How could you have one one positive nostril and one negative nostril? That doesn't even make sense. It just really just is an example of how inaccurate the testing is. And th- this, this thing I'm looking at, it, it also is talking about Elon Musk raising questions about the accuracy of COVID tests. I didn't even notice that before. Mm. Yeah. Um, You know, and there's states locking down again. I know that in the state of Missouri, our hospital administrator is trying to urge the Missouri governor to go to a statewide mask mandate. And apparently the kids now, if remember how there was a bunch of trace, whatever, whenever you get COVID, there's a bunch of tracing, like, okay, where have you been? Who have you been around? They're not really doing that anymore. Well, as long as you're both wearing masks. Yeah. Then you don't have to quarantine. Yeah, I mean, could you imagine if they were if if I got it and they they tr- try to trace where I've been? Because like today, I went, I counted at least ten different places. You would be a super spreader. I'd be a super spreader. <laughs> People would come come knocking on our door and spray paint super spreader slurs on our house. Yeah, I mean, me and my uncle went tre- treasure hunting today, and and we went at least ten places that yeah. I could count. So. I know that um, I was reading an article in Breitbart, Breitbart, Breitbart. Uh-huh. I'm never quite sure if I say that right, but it says Orange County Sheriff will not enforce coronavirus only violations during curfew. And he goes on to say, you know, we don't have the staff to to go to every call that someone makes to us because someone's not wearing a mask. Could you imagine if you were a police officer right now? It's like you get into the the law enforcement field thinking you're gonna you know solve crimes and stop murders and and robberies and things like that. And you're going around giving tickets for, for non- people not wearing a mask. Yeah. Well, I think, I think it would just oh boy. suck be, to be a police officer right now, period, with all this stuff going on. But yeah. yeah, so I guess, and they're looking to actually impeach. Did you hear they're, they're looking to impeach, trying to impeach the governor, governor Whitmer in, is it Minnesota or Wisconsin? I always forget which one she's she the is governor. Michigan. Michigan. Yeah, I mean, she has really like overstepped her Is bounds. She's really overstepped her bounds. Um, and also, I haven't heard anything uh, about impeaching the governor of California, Newsom, but he, he apparently had some uh, court decisions either last week or the week before, uh, you know, saying that he really overstepped his bounds. He, you know, he was 
uh, implementing new laws and all kinds of things. It's like you can't make laws. I know. You can maybe, uh, you know, stop temporarily, postpone a law that's on the books, but you can't make new laws. And so he kind of got his hand slapped there. I mean, he just acts like he's a dictator. You know, what he says goes. I don't understand why the Californians don't don't revolt against him and say, look, dude, enough's enough, man. You're letting this power stuff go to your head. That's kind of crazy. I mean, we have a nephew that lives in California, and he's scared to death to leave his house because they've there's so much propaganda out there about yeah. coronavirus and yeah, the news all that media. stuff. I mean, they were showing, I, was, I saw some videos of the beach. The beach um, a couple of days ago, where they're just like vacant. They they don't allow people to go to the beach. And if someone comes to the onto the beach, they immediately go out there and arrest the person. And they they this that person was insane. out there. Uh, I think he was windsurfing or something. And a boat pulled up and arrested the guy because he was windsurfing on the beach. That is insane. We have lost our freaking minds. Yeah, but back to back to your. Uh, you're mentioning that they were going to imp- implement a statewide mask mandate. You know, I guess that's fine as long as they say you have to wear a mask in situations that you can't social distance. Okay, so if someone's out there in the in the field bailing hay or whatever by himself, he doesn't have to wear a mask because there's nobody else around for a mile. You know. And what was it a state or was it um, Biden? I don't, I'm refusing to call him president about Biden because it's not official yet. But there was some. Thing where they were talking about they were gonna they're gonna actually mandate you wear a mask inside your home. That what? that was something about I think there was something if you had visitors in your house because how could they how could they? Uh, no, thank you. That's not yeah. happening. Speaking speaking of um, the election and the results, the apparently the g- gambling websites uh, have not yet paid out on the election. You know, people bet wh- mm. whether a particular candidate's going right. to win or not, and the the gambling sites at this point have not yet paid well, out because they understand that it's still up in the air. Right. Can, I mean, nothing's been, go. even though the media called it, doesn't doesn't make it legal. Just because the media wants it to happen doesn't mean it's going to happen and it's legal. It's not. It's not over yet. It's not final. And if Biden wins, fine, but at least we're getting to the bottom of all of these suspicious questions about what's going on with this with this election. Because if we don't get to the bottom of it now, it's just going to get worse next election. I mean, it's going to get to a point where we can't even call elections for like a couple of months after it happens because there's so much cheating and fraud. So we have to find out what's going on and cut it out. Yeah, there's there's going to be some pretty big hurdles for if President Trump is is going to actually win this one. I mean, he's got he's got a lot of stuff to prove, and he you definitely know, has the burden of proof on him. That's for sure. I mean, I would yeah. love for him to win, but I don't know if they're going to be able to pull it off or not. I think there's just so much fraud and deceit and cheating that I don't know that they've got the time to really look into it and investigate it. Because <coughs> isn't it December fourteenth where they have to make a final decision? Like when yeah, the that's states when, have to. That's when call the electors it. meet to to vote. Yeah. So. I don't know. I mean, good for him for, you know, investigating all of the the suspicious activities and the fraud because that's what it should be. You know, and if Biden was really interested in unity and healing as he's been announcing to the world, he would want he would be the one of the first ones to say, "You know what? Yes, I want to win this fair and square. Let's look into this. Let's investigate it. Let's find out what's going on." But 
the fact that he's not leads me to believe that he doesn't really believe that he won either. That he just wants to continue this facade and right and cheat his way into the White House. Right. Well, I mean, there's, there's. I mean, even the even though the news media keeps saying there's, you know, President Trump is refusing to concede the election, you know, based upon no evidence whatsoever. There's actually evidence out there. I mean, they've got like 200 affidavits of people that have right. sworn affidavits saying that they saw things happening, like right. you know, a truck pulling up at four o'clock in the morning with a load of, of ballots marked only with Biden. Right. The problem with that is all those ballots have probably gotten mixed in with the rest of the ballots at this point. So how are they going to? I think it's going to be really, really hard to prove. Well, and these people that have signed these sworn affidavits, I mean, this is under perjury. This is under um, threat of perjury. I mean, they could go, they could have a fine and, and go to jail if they're lying. So the fact that we've got over 200 people that have signed this sworn affidavit that there was something, something suspicious going on, something suspicious was probably going on. Yeah, there's that. And then there's also, um, you know, mathematicians and statisticians that have looked at the data and say, there's no way that this could have happened. Like, for example, I'm, I'm not sure what state it was. I think it was, I think it was Michigan where at the very end, like it was like 180, I think 185,000 votes came in all for, for Biden. Yeah. I, and I, that happened twice. And it'd be like, as Rudy Giuliani said in, in, the, in the press conference, it'd be like flipping a coin and getting the same answer. Every single time. Right. times. Yeah. 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 So anyway, speaking of the press conference, it, it was pretty, uh, you know, Rudy Giuliani, he's a character. And, uh, you know, I'm not sure he's the best person for the, for this, the, the, he's almost like a, a caricature. Yeah. In Sid, some ways. Sidney Powell, she, she is rock solid. The, the lady lawyer that. She, well, that's her specialty. That's what she does is she focuses on the courts. Sticking to the facts. Rudy was sort of all over the place. I mean, he was you know, talking about the Philadelphia Eagles getting beat up at the games and talking about cheating here and ch cheating there. I, I really, there's, if I was, you know, I'm obviously wasn't there, but he probably should just stick to the I facts. I think that's one reason why more. him and Trump get along so well though. Cause I feel like Trump does that too. He yeah. kind of goes off into left field and yeah. it's like, sir, can we get back to the subject at Rudy, hand here? Rudy was all over the place, but I mean, and then, <laughs> and then he had the thing where he was, Apparently he got his hair dyed just before the Aww. press conference and his, he was sweating, he was sweating like crazy. And I saw him standing back there, just wiping his face, wiping his face. And then he got up to talk and it's like, man, he must be under a lot of stress. I, I, he's got like really deep wrinkles on the side of his face. And I looked closer and his hair dye was dripping oh, down the sides gosh. of his face. And it's like, I feel I so mean, sorry for you him. Can't, you can't make this stuff up. That Aww. was... That was crazy. He's going to be slaughtered for that, by the way. That's because, you know, people are just going to have a heyday with that, making fun of him. And here he is just trying to look nice for the cameras. And I feel sorry for him. He is, I don't know. I, I don't think that he was probably the best choice to be the spokesperson for this, for this thing well, that's I mean, going he's on. Got but the, he's got the visibility and, you know, the reputation. Maybe that's why they chose him. So I'm, I'm sure that's why they chose him. But he, I'm just hoping that there are some really smart people that are like actually working on this and digging up all this Sydney stuff. Sidney Powell is pretty awesome. Yeah. 
And then I guess the whole Tucker Carlson drama with her, he got his, he got a little butt hurt because she wouldn't go on to his show and present some evidence. I mean, why would she? She's a lawyer. She's trying to build a case. Why would she go on a national television show and give all her secrets away, basically? I know. She's probably probably sort of busy right now getting uh, everything filed. Yeah. I mean, it's, what is it, six states that they're working with right now? And they have, they're all working under a deadline. So, yeah, I'm sure she has more important things than to stroke Tucker Carlson's ego. But anyway, he got a little butt hurt by that. And apparently he was nasty to her to the point where she texted him and said, do not contact me again. <laughs> I mean, she's probably like, I don't have time for your, your antics right now, Tucker. So go, go do your thing. Speaking of standing up to the media, do you hear Kaylee McEnany? I saw that. <laughs> I saw that. They were like rabid dogs with her because she wouldn't like the one CNN reporter who has always been obnoxious, by the way, go back and watch some news conferences and you'll see what I'm talking about. She's always been super obnoxious and rude to Kaylee and she's, and Kaylee has always been like, you know, answering her questions and treating her with respect. But this time I guess she's over it because she's like, I don't, I don't call an activist. Yeah, the, the lady goes, you haven't called on me since October 5th. And then Kaylee goes, I, I don't call on activists. Right. Oh, she was so I mean, mad. These, these reporters, they, they are just like... They're rabid dogs. They're just like hyenas out there they yelling. Have, can you think of... So disrespectful. Another president or another press secretary that they've ever treated like that? No, but just mark my words. You just need to pay attention to how they're acting now. Because if Biden wins and he gets to be the president of the United States, they're going to be like super sweet. Well, I mean, they, he's already had on a, their best behavior. Well, right. They, he, he's already had a couple of little press conferences. And basically what they are, they just uh, hand out little three by five cards with the question you can an- ask. And, you know, and he answers them. And, Is that and he not had one yesterday and he, and he couldn't even form a complete sentence. Yeah, I saw that clip. That it, was it, it was something about the National Guard. That was sad. Um, I feel sorry for him, honestly. It's really, it's really at this point, it's like elder abuse. What yeah. they're doing to this guy. I completely agree. It is elder and abuse. It's the biggest sham that's and, ever been perpetrated on this country. And poor Biden. I don't think he even realizes what's happening. So is that rain? I don't know. It could be. It's been raining all day, which is okay because we need, we need some rain actually. But and did you hear that Obama's not happy that Trump got 71 million votes and he calls for more big tech fact checking? What? Calls for more big what what do you mean big by that? Big tech fact checking. Oh, okay, checking. yeah. So in other words, President Trump wouldn't have gotten so many vote, votes if if well, Twitter had censored him he's more. He's mad because people voted for Trump. You know, who the hell does this man think he is? He is know, so annoying. You know how many people voted for President Sir, Obama? I'll vote for whoever I want to. You know how many people voted for President Obama? I don't know how many. 69 million. Really? So President Trump got more votes than That's why he's all butt hurt then. Yeah, it's actually 73 million at this point. And actually Trump got more votes this time than he got in 2016. Yeah. And Sidney Powell says it's really a landslide and it's going to end up being 80 in the 80 million range. So we'll, we'll see what happens with that. Whether he can pull that off, though, or not. Whether he gets the electoral votes, though, that's yeah. what's really They just need to get this all squared issue. away so that this doesn't happen again with right. these mail-in ballots and the, Which, you know, secure secure the ballots so that a truck can't pull up at 4 o'clock in the morning with, with a load of ballots. And you can't just stop counting at 4 o'clock in the morning. It, does, it doesn't work that way, people. Well, that's the theory. That's the theory. They... they um, <clears throat> 
President Trump was so far ahead that they had these algorithm, algorithms built into the counting software to, to give um, Biden so many votes for each Trump vote. And President Trump became so far ahead that they had to just stop because it was crashing the system. And they had to do something. They had to basically go get a bunch of new ballots in order to, in, in order for Biden to uh, catch up, apparently. So I don't know. That's why they stopped. That's the theory. They say every single election cycle, you know, we got to get to the bottom of this and there's cheating and fraud and blah, blah, blah. And in every, every election cycle, it just gets worse and worse. And I feel like this one is by far the most complicated and the worse that it's ever been. Because here's why, because they learn something when I say they, the left, the cheaters, they learn something every single election. They learn a little bit, a little bit more on how to cheat the system. And they and they they plan for it, they prepare for it. They get the media to back them and start, you know, spreading this agenda so people kind of get primed for it. I just I just wonder if this is what they they had going in 2016, you know, because Hillary didn't really campaign that much. I think that she thought that she had it in the bag oh, because they had she all had this, it in the bag, you know, for the soft, sure. software uh, issues and things. And that was evident by her reaction when Trump won by a landslide. I mean, she was genuinely shocked. And then she goes, this time, she, she, uh, Hillary Clinton said, under no circumstances should Joe Biden concede the election. Right. And that's, that's what, what I mean. That was like foreshadowing. There's a bunch of foreshadowing yeah. if you just really pay attention. Yeah. So they now, have this plan. So now President Trump's not conceding, and they're just all up in arms about it. Right. He's hurting democracy and blah, blah, blah. And yeah. I know it's so anyway the the last weekend there was the million mega march in Washington DC yeah yeah I know we talked about last time yeah why why I you know it wasn't a million people but probably a hundred thousand people showed up peaceful peaceful yeah there wasn't one riot there wasn't one looting there wasn't one fire there goes our clock seven o'clock time to wrap it up But Except for after after dark, then the the Antifa and BLM. Well, yeah, of course. Showed up and, and started throwing else. fireworks at everybody. You know what? They have got to get this under control. Seriously, they've got to get this under control. the The more they they turn their, the more they pretend not this is not going on, the more it's going to continue happening. So, I mean, at, at what point? What do they have to do before people finally say, "Okay, that is enough." They've beat people up. They've thrown firecrackers at people. They've thrown like frozen water bottles and bricks and they've set things on fire and they've attacked people in the street. I mean, at what point did they finally say enough is enough? Isn't it crazy how we're continuing to let this happen? Just because someone disagrees with you. Yeah. So at what point are we going to make like step in and say, okay, enough is enough. There has to be some consequences for your actions. I mean, they pull people out of cars uh, and beat them up. They never. throw fireworks at them. Never. They, I mean, that's, I mean, that's, how I mean, serious it's, it's, does it have to get before they say the, enough? Well, that's, that's in their minds. I mean, that's the loving thing and tolerant thing to do. It's the party of love, compassion and tolerance, that, you know, that's so backwards, but they, they think that they're, they're fighting fascists. So they're, justified in doing that what what is their proof that we're fascist that's a good question i think that they they're 
more fascist. Their than, actions speak louder than words. The mere fact that they're they're they, treating people that disagree with them I, this I know. way. I know that's fascist they, they, behavior. Right. They, they're they're you know t- taking someone down with a two by four, you know, beating somebody over the head with a two by four that disagrees with them, and then kicking them in, kicking them in the teeth. I don't understand why they feel because like they d- disagree. That's acceptable. That's that would be fascism. I mean, they're so angry. Why are they so angry? They're so angry and just hate filled. Just because you don't agree with them, that is so lame. It's so lame. I don't. I just don't get that. Well, they're tolerant. I mean, that's that's tolerance, isn't I it? I guess that's their definition of tolerance. Maybe to- tolerance is you know they're tolerant as long as you agree with them. Right. Just like you know, let's all unify, but we can only unify if you think like me. Yeah, this unity thing that they're calling for is just the most ridiculous thing in the world. I mean, what what about the last four years of unity? We're not going to. There's no way we're anywhere close to being a unified nation. We can't even agree what what a freedom and a right is. We can't even agree on that simple premise, that simple that simple question. So let alone try to unify on these other more complicated issues. We just need to agree to disagree on this stuff because not everybody is the same. Not every situation applies to every single person. We just have to agree to disagree, right? But people don't want to do that. There's no empathy anymore. There's no compassion. There's no willingness to listen. They just want to argue and shout and just and get violent. It's like, can we at least have a conversation before you act like an animal? You know what I mean? I just don't get it. I don't, I don't, I just don't understand why people are willing to let this happen instead of rising up and saying, okay, first of all, don't defund the police. That's stupid. You need someone to to come in and take care of these animals that are running around the street. Well, it's always funny. The ones that are wanting to defund the police. Are the first ones to call the police. Are the first ones to call the police when something happens to them. So anyway. Um, um, What was that one story you were telling me about, um, on the Nick Reed show, Tom, in Arkansas, because he wouldn't wear a mask. Uh, yeah, he he was in Arkansas. He was a traveling salesman. He went to Arkansas, or he was in Arkansas, and he went to a store without a mask on. And he said, he said a Karen called the police on him. I hate that meme, by the way. <laughs> so, so he need to pick a different name he, for that meme. When he when he was coming out of the store. Um, this lady said, I called the police on you because you don't have a mask on. He said, oh, okay, I'll just wait around for the police then. And apparently the the police showed up like 20 minutes later. She took off, by the way. She didn't stick around. The lady did not stick around, and he he just talked to the police, and the police said, yeah, you're from Missouri, just, you know. Okay, if that happened to you, would you stick around for the police? Um, You know, probably not. Because would she have known what your license plate was? I mean, how are they going to track you down if you don't stick, stick around? Yeah, I mean, I guess there's a chance that they would put out an AP, APB on you and track for you down wearing for not wearing a mask, but then that's not like, likely. Apparently, I mean, but you would think they'd have yeah, better things to do. That's kind of crazy. Pe- people that call the police on somebody for that, I mean, think about it. Would would they call the police on somebody for jaywalking or for something, some other minor thing like that? It's just really gotten out of hand. With well, and I guess, I, again, I'm looking at, like, the psychology behind it. Like, what gives you the right to dictate what I do. What what gives you the right? I don't understand why people well, genuine feel like like they have the right to, to 
to say, hey, you're not doing what I think you should um, do, so I'm going to call the police well, on you. Well, I mean, they're being encouraged. They're, they're being encouraged to do this. Like in where we live here, this town, they they say if you know if you see somebody not wearing a mask or doing something, some violation of the ordinance, then you're encouraged to call 911. I just don't get it. But I guess, you know, we're doing it for the greater good. So I don't know. You know, we've got um, we've got the Georgia Senate race is coming up, and apparently it's super important that we get the yeah, Republican governor or senators. Yeah, that's pretty important. There. There's two apparently two races for Senate there, and I I don't I haven't looked at the count recently in the last couple of days, but I think that the Republicans are at this point have a 51 seat majority. Yeah. So it's pretty close. Yeah. If if a Democrat senator wins from Georgia, it'll be 50-50, I think, like split down the middle. So and, and then whoever, we'll never get anything done. Well, then whoever's the uh, the president doesn't it, doesn't it go to the House of Representatives or or, or does the um, vice president get to vote? I think it's oh, the vice know. president. Well, there so you go. Have comma, comma but, law. But they're saying that they're they're afraid that. Republicans are focused so much on the presidential race, they're not giving enough focus to the representative, the Republican um, candidates in Georgia. Yeah, they're, they're, um, some of these Democrats are actually encouraging people to move to Georgia temporarily. Are you kidding? To, to register to vote and vote in this January well, of election. Of course they are. Which the governor of Georgia has come out and said, that's a felony to do that. <laughs> but they actually had people, I think Stacey Abrams, no, uh, it's not a felony because the Democrats are, are doing it. So well, if the rules don't apply, then they have their own rules. Yeah, so. it is kind of getting old. A lot of these things are happening, like uh, Hillary Clinton deleting her emails and, you know, things like that, that it's like nothing ever Blatant happens. disregard of the law, yeah. and that's never, nothing's nothing ever going to happen. Happens. So let's end it on something light. We put up our Christmas tree. Yeah. I know. I know. You think it's too early. I bought a new tree. No, I, I think it's fine. I don't. It's the new tree that bugs you, right? I, I liked our old tree. He gets attached to things, which, I mean, I guess it's good for me. That doesn't mean it's, he's going to trade me in for a younger model. It's kind of like a sentimental thing. You know, it's our tree yeah, we've had for 20 years. Yeah, but it was looking like the Charlie Brown tree, which, by the way, did you see the tree they were putting up in, at Madison Square Garden in New York? Is uh-huh. that is that real? Uh-huh. Have you seen the picture of it? it? It looks like a legit Charlie Brown tree. Are you serious? Yes, and people are like, what is going on? Like, yeah, okay, here's the 2020 tree. You know that figures. I think it can't be real. It's got to be photoshopped or something. It can't be real. But anyway, I didn't see that. So we put a Christmas tree up. So I'm pretty happy about that. I like her new tree. I think it's pretty. It's full. We'll have this it is for the earliest years. you've ever put your Christmas tree up. I, you know why? Because we need some cheer. We need some Christmas cheer in our lives. Because Thanksgiving's been canceled, by the way. And now Dr. Fauci is trying to say that we need to cancel Christmas. Did you see that? He said we probably need to cancel Christmas. Dr. Fauci, this is a family. Well, this is a family show. I'm for, not going to tell you what I think. For people over the age of 69, it is you know there's like a five percent death rate, so it is something to be cautious about for sure. This madness has got to stop. There are yeah. so many. I don't know. It's just it's yeah. just got to stop. It's too much. It's just too much. But for people under the age of 70, it's pretty yeah. ridiculous to and that's be honestly why we worried about it at all. We're not doing Thanksgiving with your folks because we just can't yeah. take the chance. It's sad, but that's just the way it is. Yeah. Anything else going on? Um, Anything new? No. 
nothing just living our life yeah, and just tomorrow i'm gonna work on the uh, making sure i got enough air in my tires of all of our cars yeah and check no the kidding because of, of the temperatures yeah fluctuating so much yeah and uh, then we've got the we've got our kids coming over next thursday and we're just going to have a small little thanksgiving get together so yeah well, but we're not having turkey. <laughs> we're going to be Thanksgiving rebels. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So is it about time to wrap I, it up? I think that's it. All right. Well, thanks again for listening. We appreciate your time. Time is very valuable. So we appreciate you listening to us. Bye. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.